0: We thank God for this uh, time, and we thank God for this opportunity. I want to take this opportunity first to appreciate our bishop in absentia. He is not uh, with us this uh, uh, morning. He's preaching in our our church in Embu together with the uh, mom, so they are not here. So I want to appreciate them in absentia. I want to appreciate the pastoral team. Uh, Reverend Ezekiel for leading us, Reverend John and uh, the Pastoral Council and all the leaders, and all of you who have come up this morning to worship with us. I want to pray and believe God that God is going to minister to us that our lives will never be the same again. In Jesus' name, amen. So my name is Stephen uh, Miano. Uh, My wife is Ruth. She's seated here, and we have two children. We thank God for them. Today I want us to go to the Word of God and we are going to read from the book of Philippians chapter number 2, the book of Philippians chapter number 2. This is uh, the letter of the epistle of Paul to the Philippians. And this is one of the prison epistles. This is a letter that Paul wrote from the prison. And the Bible reads in chapter number two, I will read from verse one, reading from NIV. If you have any encouragement from being united with Christ, if any comfort from his love, if any fellowship with the Spirit even a tenderness and compassion, then take my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and purpose. Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than yourselves. Each of you should look not only to your own interest, but also to the interest of others. Your attitude should be the same as that of Christ Jesus, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be grasped, but made himself nothing, taking the very nature of servant, being made in human likeness, and being found in appearance as a man. He humbled himself and became obedient to death, even death on a cross. Therefore God exhorted him to the highest place and gave him the name that is above every name, that at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. May the Lord bless the leading of his word. Father, in Jesus' name, I pray that as I stand before your people to open your word and to speak, the Lord, you use me as a vessel that you minister to each and every one of us today as you have desired. Let your kingdom come. Lord, I declare that your power will be lit and manifest in our lives, that these words will become alive in our hearts to change and to transform us, that we become the people that you have called us to be. We worship you and we honor you, for we pray in Jesus' name, amen. Now, today, my topic is developing the mindset of Christ. Developing the mindset of Christ. We have been uh, on the fifth uh, purpose of the church, which is ministry. And we did. We have discovered that uh, we have been called to serve. We have been called to serve God by serving one another. And today, I want to discuss... About developing the mindset of Christ. Mindset can also be attitude. Other other words that can mean mindset is attitude, outlook, uh, maybe mentality, uh, worldview. All those words describe mindset. And we are talking about developing the mindset of Christ. If me and you are going to serve effectively in the kingdom of God, we need to have the mindset of Christ. Jesus Christ, the Bible says, he is the author and the perfecter of our faith. And Jesus Christ set an example for us that we should follow. And I want us to understand that when we talk about service, service is more or even when you talk about a servant, it is more about becoming. It is not doing. I know, of course, we do, and human beings, we like doing things, and we do things, and of course, we are, we are called to do things. But Christianity and the servant who we are talking about is about becoming. It is more about becoming Christ. So that as the scripture says, so as Jesus is in heaven, so that we be here on earth. Amen. So this letter here is a letter that Paul is writing to the Philippians. And uh, Paul is giving the Philippians an example to follow. And he tells them that this is how you ought to be. This is a kind of life you need to ex- exhibit. The la- kind of life you need to live. You need to be like Christ. And he gives them the example. And he explains about Jesus Christ. That this attitude, this mindset of serving others instead of being served. This mindset of giving rather than getting, the mindset of being rather than dominating is lived out in our day-to-day life. And this is what we ought to be. We need to live. We need to walk. We need to sleep. We need to arise. We need to talk. We need to think. We need to sleep like Christ. So everything about us should be Christ. So that when people see me and you there, they see Christ. The Bible says that the Christians who are called Christians at Antioch And actually, it was like a mockery. They were being mocked. Because when people looked at them, they saw them, they were exactly like Jesus Christ. So they called them these Christians. These Christians. Why? They saw that these people are just like their Lord and their Savior. So, this is the example we need to follow. The mindset of Christ. The attitude that was in Christ. Let this attitude be in you. Let this mindset be in you as it was in Christ. So what is the mindset of Christ? What is the mindset of a servant? Number one, being a servant means giving up my rights for others. Being a servant means giving up my rights for others. Look at what the Bible says in verse number six, where we just read in the book of Philippians chapter number six. It says this, who being in very nature God, did not consider equality with God something to be used to his own advantage. Jesus was God, and Jesus is God, but Jesus did not use that position to his own advantage. He did not use this to his own advantage. And of course, the Bible has many uh, proofs that Jesus is God. Amen? Amen? in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and the word was God this is John chapter number 1 verse 1 and then it says he was with God in the beginning through him all things were made without him nothing was made that has been made so God alone is the creator and since nothing was made without Jesus then Jesus is God amen Jesus is God for in him, Colossians 1.16, all things were created, things in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible, whether thrones or powers, or rulers or authorities, all things have been created through him and for him. Colossians 1.15, Jesus is the image of the invisible God. However, he did not consider equality with the God as something to be used for his advantage. But he, he was able to give up that right for the sake of you and me. Amen. So he surrendered his rights. He gave up his privileges in order to come as a man and suffer a death we deserved. So if you are going to be a servant, if me and you are going to be servants... If me and you are going to, be, to have the mindset of Christ, the attitude of Christ, we are going to have to give up our rights and privileges for others. And this is what Jesus did. Amen. Of course, uh, Jesus said in Mark eight thirty four and 35, if anyone would come after me, he must deny himself, take up his cross... And follow me. For whoever wants to save his life will lose it. But whoever loses his life for me and for the gospel will save it. We have to give up our rights. Amen. Hallelujah. And you have rights. The Bible says in the book of James 1.17. Every good and perfect gift comes from above. From the Father of lights. In whom there is no variableness, no shadow of turning. You have a right to life, you have a right to use your money, and by, by the way, you work for it. And money is very hard to, <laughs> to get. Sometimes I ask, how comes it is very hard to get it is very hard to get money, but very easy to use. I don't know whether you are like me. It is very hard to get it, but you spend it. Oh my goodness. You just get it like this before you realize it is gone. You have the right to your money. You have the right to your comfort. You have the right for these rights. You have them. The rights for your blessings and everything. But the Bible is saying, we are being told here, if you are going to be like Christ, we have to give up our rights. For example, when you receive your money, the Bible says, pay your tithe. Give offering. Support missions. Support the poor do this and this and this. You have to give up your rights of using that money. I know when you get the money, sometimes you just say, I just want to get this money and bless my body. I bless my body by buying this suit, by going to Dubai, by doing this. There's nothing wrong to going to Dubai and wherever else you are going, but do not do those things at the expense of the work of the Lord. Amen. We should not do these things at the expense of the work of the Lord. We first of all need to ensure that the work of the Lord is taken care of. Then we can do the other things. Amen? This is the way it is. If we are going to be, have the mindset of Christ, we have to give up our rights. Some of our rights so that we, can, we give up our rights for the sake of others. You know when the Bible says that you forgive, what the Bible is simply saying is that give up your right to revenge. Because it's a right to revenge. Teach for tat. It's, it's your right to revenge. But Jesus said, forgive. So what do you do? You are giving up your right to revenge so that you forgive, so that you are like Christ. Do not avenge, the Bible says. For vengeance belongs to me, says the Lord. The Bible says about your enemies love your enemies. Love your enemies. Your right is to hate your enemies because they have hated you. So it is my right to hate them. But the Bible says, love your enemies. Pray for them. That's what the Bible says. Pray for them. I know now we are in the political season and I know you are praying for the person you like and you are saying, I don't like this one. So I'm praying him out. I don't like this one. I pray him out. As a Christian, you don't pray like that. As a Christian, you pray, God, I pray that that which you have ordained, that which the leader you have ordained, let that leader get your vote. Because if the leader that God has ordained gets his vote, then that leader becomes the leader. Whether it is the MCA, whether it is the, whether it is the MP, whether it is the president, whatever it is, whoever God has chosen and whoever gets the vote of God becomes the leader. Amen. That is why you should not be divided during this political season. We have just prayed, and we have said, we are enjoying peace now. If you ask people here, they are coming from all tribes. All tribes, many tribes here. And we are brothers and sisters. Until we get, we get to elections, then when we realize you are from this tribe and from this tribe. Listen to me. If you are going to be servants of Christ, we have to adapt the mentality that we belong to the same tribe, the tribe of the Lion of Judah. Hallelujah. This is the tribe that we come from. So I love you. You love me. Not because of where you come from, but because we share the same Lord and the same faith. And our faith goes beyond our differences. It goes beyond our tribes and our races. Ah, I like what the Bible says in the book of Revelation. John says, And I saw people of all races, people of all nations, people of all colors, people from all tribes bound before the Lord and saying, Holy, holy is the Lamb of God. Amen. We shall be with you. My, you need to treat me well. I may be your neighbor in heaven. Who oh, treat me well now? You may be my neighbor. You don't know who is going to be your neighbor. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, a story is told of somebody who went to heaven. And when they went to heaven, the story is told that they were given a mansion. And the mansion was small. So somehow they felt like that mansion, maybe they deserve a bigger one. Then a taxi driver also made it to heaven and was given a bigger, a bigger, a bigger mansion. And this person wanted to know from Jesus, how comes that the taxi driver has got a bigger mansion than mine? And Jesus said, listen, this man, this taxi driver brought a lot of people to to, to heaven. Why? Anytime he drove them, everybody was praying, God, take us to our destination. Take us to our destination. Because he was driving so rough and so fast that everybody was scared they have to call God. Do you realize how people get scared and they call God when things are not good? (laughs) Pastor Ezekiel reminds me of this guy at this guy in the plane. I think it's Pastor Ezekiel who said this. There was somebody who was the plane was kind of uh, having some challenges and it was in the air. And those of you who have flown, you know what that means. You don't even know where you are. You are 35,000 what? Feet or whatever, below, above the, above the whatever, the ground. So you don't even know where you are. And then the plane starts shaking. You know the turbulence? The way you hear your stomach, you feel your stomach is cutting, cutting. And this one was serious. And this and and somebody and somebody said, "Oh, can somebody do something religious in here? Can somebody do something anything religious?" And one guy woke up and removed his cap, his cap, and started collecting offerings, Collected offerings collecting offerings, collecting offerings, 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 because that is the only thing he knew that people give offerings. Anyways, this is what I'm saying. If we are going to be effective in our lives, then we have to adapt the mindset of Jesus Christ. And the mindset of Jesus Christ was a mindset of a servant. He gave up his rights. Ask Elder Kambati. When they were a bit younger now, he is a bit stronger because he is a bit older. That's what the Bible says about Caleb. Caleb says, when he was 85, give this mountain as I was 40 years ago. I am strong as I was. Physically, he was weak, but inside he was very strong. So the man may be becoming a bit, but inside this man is very strong. The inner man is very strong. Amen? The outer man may be wearing down, but the inner man is very strong. Amen? So you have to give up your rights. Go for missions. Go for missions. I was remembering when I was a bit younger, and I used to go for missions. I used to have a small car. It used to be Amaruti Suzuki. kag one one four h it was green in color. The, those old I youths can tell you about that car. And we did missions. We used to show Jesus' film. I don't know where Jesus' film went, uh, uh, Pastor Ezekiel. We used to go to Kibera, to Southlands, to wherever. And that car did missions. And I used to finish missions. Then I had to return the film, either to church or wherever. So I would get to my house. I was living in an SQ at, at 11, at 11.30. And I'm so tired and I'm alone. Then I would tell myself, I'm, I'm very hungry. I have to cook. I was a very, I'm a very good cook. Then I would cook the food, but there were two issues, there were two challenges. Either the food will get burnt in the souffle because I'll get, I'll sleep along the way and I wake up at around midnight and the like a small house is full of smoke and I remove the food, I put it down and I sleep. Or I would cook the food, serve in the plate, place it on my seat like this, start eating and I'm dozing. Then I would knock the food with my with my heart uh, without knowing, it would fall down and both the food and the plate would be gone and then I would go and sleep hungry. But let me tell you something. Because of sacrificing to serve the Lord, I no longer drive a Maruti. Hallelujah! Ah, hallelujah! Because God will lift you when you sacrifice for the rights and for when you sacrifice your rights for the others, God will lift you. Amen? spoil Okay. could spoil. Make sure that you have paid your tithe, given for missions, taken care of the poor, given to the poor, bring your clothes, give them to the poor, give to others. Let me tell you something. Life is about giving. Let me tell you, somebody said that take us. Take us. Two people. We have the take us and the givers. Okay. Take us. Take us, the people who take. They will have a lot of things. They will be rich, they will have a lot of things. But give us may not have a lot of things, but give us will sleep well. Because when you give, you have a lot of peace. Even when you sleep and you have not eaten, but you give, I'm telling you, you sleep like a baby. Amen? Hallelujah. So if you are going to be like Christ, we have to give up our rights. This is the first thing. Number two, about Given about servanthood, about the mindset of Christ. The mindset of Christ being a servant means being humble, being humble, being humble. The Bible says in verse 7, where we read in our Proverbs uh, in, uh, in Philippians chapter number 2, verse 7 says, But he emptied himself made himself nothing by taking on the form of a slave, the very nature of a servant. Listen to me. He emptied himself. He made himself nothing by taking on the form of a slave. So Christ came as a servant, not as a Lord, even though he was and he is the Lord. He gave himself for others, even though all the creation should give to him. He became a servant willingly. You know, Jesus left heaven. Because Jesus was in heaven. The Bible says, in the beginning was the Word. So he was there in the beginning. But he left heaven. He humbled himself and came and took the form of a human being. That is the greatest act of humility. It is called in theology condensation, incarnation. He came, he left heaven imagine and he agreed to take the body of a human being which is limited which has limitations that's why the Bible says a child is born and a son is given so Jesus was Christ at birth that is why people came to worship him even when he was born the Bible says people men from east came and they worshipped him the shepherds came and they worshipped him So, the heart of what it means to follow Christ is to lose our life to save it. That's what the Bible says. To be emptied of self in order to be able to be filled with Him and His passion for others. Amen? You see, it is not in the nature of a human being, it's not in our natural nature to to be humble. Do you know that? It is not. It is not. And uh, I was somewhere yesterday, and I, was, I, I reminded some people somewhere that, you know, it is very easy to point to a thief. Silio, thief. But let me tell you, you cannot claim to, no, that you are not a thief until you have an opportunity to steal, and you don't steal. That is when you know you are not a thief. You know, sometimes you may think you are very humble. You know, the way we... You know, we're just human beings. You think you are very humble. Until somebody steps on your toe. Until somebody, uh, when you are driving, come in front of you and cuts you like this. And uh, you, that's when you realize that it is by the grace of God that you are what you are. Amen? Hallelujah. Listen to somebody banged on my, my, my vehicle at Kariakoo. Uh, I'm a, a lorry actually, banned on my vehicle, and uh, I just, I even, you know, the way sometimes accidents happen. They happen so fast, you don't even realize. I just had to see if somebody has a too, because But the lorry had gotten inside my mudguard at the back, at the tire, and I, I came out, and two young men came out from the lorry. They were warriors, and they said, ah! "You know, they, they 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 started shouting from the lorry all the way out," eh? two of them. Me, I just looked at them and they were they, they when they got near me, they wondered whether I am deaf or what is wrong with me. So they kept quiet. So the guy who was diving the road came out. Can you be where mze? by the way, I didn't know. I don't know how people realize you are mze. Canabia Kanya where I mze. Una jiuwa we see nimadriver. Sisitu me a jiriwa. Sasa unajua sasa sisi gali, siyo head and sure enough they were saying the truth. <laughs> mze, sasa unataka aji. Ekanibia, sasa what we do eh, if there is a problem to Angalia, to Onge, to skizane. But they wanted me to give them money. But of course I told them you know I I am a pastor. I don't keep money. If there is any problem and you want your vehicle to be repaired, I will repair your vehicle. But I don't give money. I don't carry money for giving. Out. So they were like, oh, okay, okay. So they told me, uh, I told them, take my number, you take your number, whatever, if you want your vehicle to be repaired, or whatever, anything. And of course, I knew that their vehicle had not been damaged. They just wanted to harass me. But this is my point. You... I'm not saying that I'm like Moses. You know the Bible says that Moses is the most humble, was the most humble person. But what I'm saying is this: humility is not natural. It is a it is it is spiritual to be humble. It is it, it is like, actually it is a gift of God. Amen. And the Bible says that Jesus humbled himself. In John chapter number 13, John chapter number 13, chapter 13, verse 1 to 13. And I know we love it, all of us. Okay? The Bible says that Jesus washed his disciples' feet. You know the account? You know the account Jesus washing his disciples' feet? Have you ever thought about that account? What was happening? Can I tell you what was happening? Now, Jesus told the disciples, we are going to have a meal. We are going to have a what? A meal. And Jesus was kind, set, he was kind of setting up these guys. Because you see, in the culture of that time, you would not eat without washing your feet. Okay? You would not eat without washing your feet. Because people are walking, they were wearing sandals and they used to walk along those dusty places and everywhere. So it was a culture that when you get to eat, you have to wash your feet. And it is not you who was washing. It was a slave. So every home had a slave to wash people's feet. So if you came to my house, elder Amos, and your wife, there will be a a, a slave. If you are living those times, your feet you are washed properly, whatever nini munangi and That was the culture of the day. So Jesus has watched these disciples, and he wanted to teach them a lesson they will never forget. So he set them in such a way that there was no servant to wash feet at that particular time. They were just by themselves. But Jesus says, we are going to eat a what? A meal. And these 12 men, 12 of them, they are looking at one another. Now, Jesus is saying we are going to eat. Who is going to wash our feet? Who is the servant here? And um, and you know Peter. Peter, you know, he used to be the guy who, who walked on water. He said, "Where, John. Nani anatuaisha na, miguu? Ni nani Daniel eh, anaweza tunaisha miguu? Unajua mimi nitatembea juu ya maji. <laughs> na akuna mtu ametembea juu ya maji hapa? Hapa Akuna? John alisema, ah, wewe mimi mimi ndio napendwa sana na kanga kifua ni mwake. So Philip, Philip I was an accountant. And this guy called Judas. Judas anauliza <laughs> so these guys are there. They are arguing. They're arguing. And Jesus is watching them. Jesus is watching them. Who is the and you see he wants to teach them a lesson. He's watching them. But the guy stays there and the food is there, and they know they can't eat because you have to wash your feet, and there is nobody to wash their feet. When After they argued among themselves, Jesus rose up. The Bible says, Jesus rose up, took the towel, gathered himself, put the water in the basin, and started washing their feet. And they were like, oh So he gets to Peter. Ah, you can't wash my feet. Oh, Lord, you can't wash my feet. Jesus tells him, if I can't wash your feet, you are not going to eat. Ah. Wash my feet, wash my feet (laughs) because you see, you could not eat without doing without washing your feet. But this is what I'm saying humility, Jesus humbled himself, he was the Lord, he was the King, and he washed their feet as a servant, he made himself low. Not that you know, uh, you see, for example, elder, you have a family, husbands who are here, you have wives and children. Okay, if I did something for my wife, for example if I decided to fix a cup of tea for my wife, it doesn't mean that I have become less. No, I've just happened myself. I'm still the husband. The Bible says the husband is the head of the wife, as Christ is the head of the church. And by the way, headship means service. So if you don't serve your wife at all, then you as a husband, you are failing. You are missing out. Because the Bible says you are the leader. So what does the leader do? The greatest is the servant. Somewhere, some yesterday we said sometimes you can wash one another's feet. Not here at home, at home. Here we don't wash one another's feet. It is not. By the way, washing feet is not a doctrine. It is not a what? It is not a doctrine. Maybe you are here and you are saying I have never been washed feet in this church. Uh Ah, feet you wash at home, and you can wash your husband, your wife as a sign of serving. But here we don't wash feet. But we teach servanthood. This lesson there is not about washing feet. It's about servanthood. It's about humility. It's about serving one another. So if you're going to be a servant, then you need to humble yourself and do things for others. Amen? Humble yourself, my friend. Collect a piece of paper. You know, you walk around and you see paper sometimes drop somewhere, or something drop, and you ask, where is Evans? Why has Evans not collected that paper? You pick the paper yourself and put it in the dustbin. We have put dustbins all over the. We can even increase them. We have put dustbin all over the place. Atamaji, maji mugi kama hali wazi paguza, atiwa piwa fani kazi haja paguza maji. Na yeye mwenye dionyatumi hapo mahali. Ai? ah boy yourself. Ah, listen. We are supposed to be like Christ twenty-four-seven. In church, outside the church. At home, at the place of work. In your business, everywhere, you should be like Christ. For the Bible says we have become ambassadors of Christ. Hallelujah. Listen, epistles. Listen, epistles to be led by men. For thee, take my
1: voice and let me sing. Always on me for my King. for my king take my lips and let them be filled with messages from thee take my sin Lord. Take myself, and I will be ever only all for Thee, ever only all
0: for Thee. Hallelujah. We are making a prayer of consecration. That we are telling the Lord Jesus to take everything. Our feet, our love, our everything. And to be consecrated to him. That we can walk as Jesus walked in this earth. That we can do the things that Jesus did. For we are going to adopt the mindset of a servant. The mindset that was in Christ. The attitude that was in Christ. And this attitude is contrary to the attitudes of this world the attitude of humility, the attitude of obedience, the attitude of giving up our rights for the sake of others. This is what you have been called to even today in Jesus' name. Father God, we thank you. We thank you for your word. Oh God, I thank you that you have spoken to us today. And Lord, you have reminded us that you have called us. You have called us to represent you. You have called us to be your representatives, to be your ambassadors here on earth, to represent the interests of the kingdom wherever we are. In our places of work, in our businesses, in our homes, in our schools, in where we are. We represent the interests of the kingdom of God. Lord, I pray that we shall appropriate this grace. We shall appropriate this grace in our lives in the name of Jesus. And from today, God, I pray that you help us going forward, that we shall be obedient, oh God, to, your, to the call of service in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord. We worship your holy name, for we pray in Jesus' name. If you are here and you are not born again, if you are here you are not born again, or you are following online, and you have never given your life to Christ, we would want to pray with you. This is the beginning of everything. Jesus was manifested That he may be able to take away the sins of men, And by putting your faith in Jesus, the Bible says that God is able to save to the uttermost those who come to him through Jesus. So if you are not born again, we shall pray with you. And I'm praying, I'm praying. If you are there, you can raise your hand. If you are not born again, raise your hand. we pray for you. Whether you are foreign online or you are here physically, we shall pray for you. Father God, I pray for those who are not born again. Those who are raising their hands today as a sign of surrender. Whatever you are, say this prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, I acknowledge that you died on the cross for my sins. Today, I come to you as a sinner and I ask that you forgive me. I give my life to you. Save me today. Write my name in the Lamb, Book of Life. Oh, Lord, forgive me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit and save me, Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray. If you have prayed that prayer, whatever you are, you have been born again. Identify with us, pastor. Identify with a leader somewhere. You are born again from today. In Jesus name. Amen. Hallelujah. Lord we thank you for your word today. Thank you for speaking to us. Lord God. Thank you for every person who is here. And those who have followed online. Lord I pray. That you help us. To walk in obedience. You help us to adapt the minds of Christ in everything and wherever we go. Lord, I pray if there is any person who is not feeling well in their body, as you have declared before, you sent your word and healed all the diseases. We declare healing today, healing over the bodies of people who may be who may be sick, whether they are here or they are foreign online. We send your word to heal them today in the name of Jesus. We worship you, we honor you. Receive all the glory. Receive all the praise. For we pray in Jesus name. And everybody say amen.